Hello and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 119. We're going to start off with Judges chapter 6 through 9. The people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed over Israel, and because of Midian the people of Israel made for themselves the dens which are in the mountains and the caves and the strongholds. For whenever the Israelites Israelites put in seed, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east would come up and attack them. They would encamp against them and destroy the produce of the land as far as the neighborhood of Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel, no sheep or ox or ass. For they would come up with their cattle and their tents, coming like locusts for number. Both they and their camels could not be counted, so that they wasted the land as they came in. And Israel was brought very low because of Midian, and the people of Israel cried for help to the Lord. When the people of Israel cried to the Lord on account of the Midianites, the Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I led you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all who oppressed you and drove them out before you and gave you their land. And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. You shall not pay reverence to the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not heeded my voice. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak at Ophrah, which belonged to jo Joash, the Ab Abiezrite, as his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Pray, sir, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this befallen us? And where are all his wonderful deeds which our father recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has cast us off and given us into the hand of Midian. And the Lord turned him and said, Go in this might of yours and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Do I not send you? Do not I send you? And he said to him, Pray, Lord, how can I deliver Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall smite the Midianites as one man. And he said to him, If now I have found favor with thee, then show me a sign that it is thou who speakest with me. Do not depart from here, I pray thee, until I come to thee, and bring out my present and set it before thee. And he said, I will stay till you return. So Gideon went into his house and prepared a kid and unleavened cakes from an ephah of flour. The meat he put in a basket and the broth he put in a pot and brought them to him under the oak and presented them. And the angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened cakes and put them on this rock and pour the broth over them. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord reached out the tip of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened cakes. And there sprang up fire from the rock and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. And the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. Then Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. And Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace be to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it still stands at Ophrah, which belongs to the Abiyah's rites. That night the Lord said to him, Take your father's bull, the second bull seven years old, and pull down the altar of Baal which your father has, and cut down the Asherah that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on the top of the stronghold here, with stones laid in due order. Then take the second bull and offer it as a burnt offering with the wood of the Asherah which you shall cut down. So Gideon took ten men of his servants, and did as the Lord had told him. But because he was too afraid of his family and the men of the town to do it by day, he did it by night. 
When the men of the town rose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was broken down, and the Asherah beside it was cut down, and the second bull was offer, offered upon the altar which had been built. And they said to one another, Who has done this thing? And after they made search and inquired, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Then the men of the town said to Joash, Bring out your son that he may die, for he has pulled down the altar of Baal and cut down the Asherah beside it. But Joash said to all who were arrayed against him, Will you contend for Baal, or will you defend his cause? Whoever contends for him shall be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him contend for himself, because his altar has been pulled down. Therefore on that day he was called Jeroboam, which is, that is to say, let Baal contend against him, because he pulled down his altar. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east came together, and crossing the Jordan they encamped in the valley of Jezreel. But the Spirit of the Lord took possession of Gideon, and he sounded the trumpet, and the Abiezrites were called out to follow him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, and they too were called out to follow him. And he sent messengers to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, and they went up to meet him. Then Gideon said to God, If thou wilt deliver Israel by my hand, as thou hast said, behold, I am laying a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece alone, and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that thou wilt deliver Israel by my hand, as thou hast said. And it was so. When he rose early next morning and squeezed the fleece, he wrung enough dew from the fleece to fill a bowl with, with water. Then Gideon said to God, Let not thy anger burn against me. Let me speak but this once. Pray, let me make trial only this once, once with the fleece. Pray, let it be dry only on the fleece, and on the ground let there be dew. And God did so that night, for it was dry on the fleece only, and on the ground there was dew. Then Jeroboam, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the spring of Harad, and the camp of Midian was north of them by the hill of Morab on Morah on the valley. The Lord said to Gideon, The people with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, My own hand has delivered me. Now therefore proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and trembling, let him return home. And Gideon tested them. Twenty-two thousand returned, and ten thousand remained. The Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Take them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. And he of whom I say to you, This man shall go with you, shall go with you. And any of whom I say to you, This man shall not go with you, shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone that laps the water with his tongue, as a dog laps, you shall set by himself. Likewise, everyone that kneels down to drink. And the number of those that lapped, putting their hands to their mouths, was three hundred men, but all the rest of the people knelt down to drink water. And the Lord said to Gideon, With the three hundred men that lapped, I will deliver you, and give the Midianites into your hand, and let all the others go every man to his home. So he took the jars of the people from their hands and their trumpets, and he sent all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, but retained the three hundred men, and the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. That same night the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have given it into your hand. But if you fear to go down, go down to the camp with Purah, your servant, and you shall hear what they say, and afterward your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he went down with Purah, his servant, to the outposts of the armed men that were in the camp. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the people of the east lay along the valley like locusts for multitude, and their camels were without number, as the sand which is upon the seashore for multitude. When Gideon came, behold, a man who was telling a dream to his comrade, and he said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian and came to the tent and struck it so that it fell down and turned it upside down so that the tent lay flat. And his comrade answered, 
There is no other than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, a man of Israel. Into his hand God has given Midian and all the host. When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, he worshipped, and he returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given the host of Midian into your hand. And he divided the three hundred men into three companies and put trumpets into the hands of all of them and empty jars with torches inside the jars. And he said to them, Look at me and do likewise. When I come to the outskirts of the camp, do as I do. When I blow the trumpet, I and all who are with me then blow the trumpets also on every side of the camp and shout, For the Lord and for Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outskirts of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, when they had just set the watch, and they blew the trumpets and smashed the jars that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the jars, holding in their left hands the torches and in their right hands the trumpets to blow. And they cried, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon. They stood every man in his place round about the camp, and at the arm, and all the army ran. They cried out and fled. When they blew the three hundred trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow and against all the army, and the army fled as far as Beshita towards Zerera, as far as the border of Abel Mehola, or by Tabath. And the men of Israel were called out from Naphtali, and from Asher, and from Manasseh, and they pursued after Midian. And Gideon sent messengers throughout all the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites and seize the waters against them as far as Beth Bara and also the Jordan. So all the men of Ephraim were called out, and they seized the waters as far as Beth Bara and also the Jordan. And they took two princes of Midian, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb, and Zeb they killed at the winepress of Zeb as they pursued Midian. And they brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon beyond the Jordan. And the men of Ephraim said to him, What is this that you have done to us not to call us when you went to fight Midian? And they upbraided him violently. And he said to them, What have I done now in comparison with you? Is not the gleaning of the grapes of Ephraim better than the vintage of Abiezer? God has given into your hands the princes of Midian, Oreb and Zeb, what I have been able to do in comparison with you. Then their anger against him was abated when he had said this. And Gideon came to the Jordan and passed over, and he and the three hundred men who were with him faint yet pursuing. So he said to the men of Succoth, Pray, give loaves of bread to the people who follow me, for they are faint, and I am pursuing after Zeba and Zalmunna, the kings of Midian. And the officials of Succoth said, Are Zeba and Zalmunna already in your hand, that we should give bread to your army? And Gideon said, Well then, when the Lord has given Zeba and Zalmunna into my hand, I will flail your flesh with the thorns of the wilderness and with briars. And from there he went up to Penuel and spoke to them in the same way. And the men of Penuel answered him as the men of Succoth had answered. And he said to the men of Temuel, When I come again in peace, I will break down this tower. Now Zeba and Zalmunna were in Karkor with their army, about 15,000 men, all who were left of the army of the people of the east, for there had fallen 120,000 men who drew the sword. And Gideon went up by the caravan route east of Nobah and Zogbaha and attacked the army, for the army was off its guard. And Zeba and Zalmunna fled, and he pursued them and took the two kings of Midian, Zeba and Zalmunna, and he threw all the army into a panic. Then Gideon, the son of Joash, returned from the battle by the ascent of Harry's. And he caught a young man of Succoth and questioned him. And he wrote down for him the officials and elders of Succoth, seventy-seven men. And he came to the men of Succoth and said, Behold, Zeba and Zalmunna, about whom you taunted me, saying, Are Zeba and Zalmunna already in your hand, that we should give bread to your men who are faint? And he took the elders of the city, and he took thorns of the wilderness and briars with them, and taught the men of Succoth. And he broke down the tower of Penuel and slew the men of the city. Then he said to Zeba and Zalmunna, Where are the men whom you slew at Tabor? They answered, 
As you are, so were they, every one of them. They resembled the sons of a king. And he said, They were my brothers, the sons of my mother. As the Lord lives, if you had saved them alive, I would not slay you. And he said to Jether, his firstborn, Rise and slay them. But the youth did not draw his sword, for he was afraid, because he was still a youth. Then Zeba and Zalmunna said, Rise yourself and fall upon us. For as the man is, so is his strength. And Gideon arose and slew Zeba and Zalmunna, and he took the crescents that were on the necks of their camels. Then the men of Israel said to Gideon, Rule over us, you and your son and your grandson also, for you have delivered us out of the hand of Midian. Gideon said to them, I will not rule over you, and my son will not rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. And Gideon said to them, Let me make a request of you. Give me every man of you the earrings of his spoil, for they had golden earrings, because they were Ishmaelites. And they answered, We will willingly give them. And they spread a garment, and every man cast in it the earrings of his spoil. And the weight of the golden earrings that he requested was 1,700 shekels of gold, because the crescents and the pendants and the purple garments worn by the kings of Midian, and besides the collars that were about the necks of their camels. And Gideon made an effort of it and put it in his city in Ophrah, and all Israel played the harlot after it there, and it became a snare to Gideon and his family. So Midian was subdued before the people of Israel, and they lifted up their heads no more, and the land had rest forty years in the days of Gideon. Jeroboam, the son of Joash, went and knelt in his own house. Now Gideon had seventy sons, his own offspring, for he had many wives. And his concubine, who was in Shechem, also bore him a son, and he called his name Abimelech. And Gideon, the son of Joash, died in a good old age and was buried in the tomb of Joash, his father, at Ophrah of Abiezrites. As soon as Gideon died, the people of Israel turned again and played the harlot after the balls and made Baal Bareth their god. And the people of Israel did not remember the Lord their God who had rescued them from the hand of all their enemies on every side. And they did not show kindness to the family of Jeroboam, that is Gideon, in return for all the good that he had done to Israel. Now Abimelech, the son of Jeroboam, went to, she went to Shechem to his mother's kinsmen and said to them and the whole clan of his mother's family, Say in the ears of all the citizens of Shechem, which is better for you, that all seventy of the sons of Jeroboam rule over you, or that one over you? Remember also that I am your bone and your flesh. And his mother's kinsmen spoke all these words on his behalf in the ears of all the men of Shechem, and their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech, for they said, He is our brother. And they gave him seventy pieces of silver out of the house of Baalbareth, with which Abimelech hired worthless and reckless fellows who followed him. And he went to his father's house at Oprah and, and Ophrah, and slew his brothers, the sons of Jeroboam, seventy men upon one stone, but Jotham, the youngest son of Jeroboam, was left, for he hid himself. And all the citizens of Shechem came together, and all Beth Milo, and they went and made Abimelech king by the oak of the pillar at Shechem. When it was told to Jotham, he went and stood on the top, on the top of Mount Gerizim and cried aloud and said to them, Listen to me, you men of Shechem, that God may listen to you. The trees once went forth to anoint a king over them, and they said to the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, Shall I leave my fatness by which gods and men are honored and go to sway over the trees? And the trees said to the fig tree, Come you and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, Shall I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and go to sway over the trees? And the trees said to the vine, Come you and reign over us. But the vine said to them, Shall I leave my wine which cheers gods and men and go to sway over the trees? Then all the trees said to the bramble, Come you and reign over us. And the bramble said to the trees, If in good faith you are anointing me king over you, then come and take refuge in my shade. But if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Now, therefore, if you acted in good faith and honor when you made Abimelech king, 
You have dealt well with Jeroboam and his son and have done to him as his deeds deserve. For my father fought for you and risked his life and rescued you from the land of Midian. And you had risen up against his father's house this day and had slain his sons, 70 men on one stone, and have made Abimelech the son of his maidservant king over the citizens of Shechem because he is your kinsman. If you then had acted in good faith and honor with Jeroboam and with his house this day, then rejoice in Abimelech and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Abimelech and devour the citizens of Shechem and Bethmelo. And let fire come out from the citizens of Shechem and from Bethmelo and devour Abimelech. And Jotham ran away and fled and went to Beer and dwelt there for fear of Abimelech his brother. Abimelech ruled over Israel three years. And God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the men of Shechem. And the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech, that the violence done to the seventy sons of Jeroboam might come, and their blood be laid upon Abimelech their brother, who slew them, and upon the men of Shechem, who strengthened his hands to slay his brothers. And the men of Shechem put men in ambush against him on the mountaintops, and they robbed all who passed by them along that way, and it was told Abimelech. And Gal the son of Ebed moved into Shechem with his kinsmen, and the men of Shechem put confidence in him. And they went out into the field and gathered the grapes from their vineyards and trod them and held festival and went into the house of their god and ate and drank and reviled Abimelech. And Gaal, the son of Ebed, said, Who is Abimelech and who are we of Shechem that we should serve him? Did not the son of Zerubal and Zebel, Zebel, his officer, serve the men of Hamor, the father of Shechem? Why then should we serve him? Would that his people were under my hand. Then I would remove Abimelech. I would say to Abimelech, Increase your army and come out. Then Zebul, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gal, the son of Ebed. His anger was kindled, and he sent messengers to Abimelech at Aramah, saying, Behold, Gal, the son of Ebed, and his kinsmen have come to Shechem, and they are stirring up the city against you. Now, therefore, go by night, you and the men that are with you, and lie in wait in the fields. Then in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, rise early and rush upon the city. And when he and the men that are with him come out against you, you may do to them as occasion offers." And Abimelech and all the men that were with him rose up by night and laid wait against Shechem in four companies. And Gal the son of Ebed went out and stood in the entrance of the gate of the city. And Abimelech and the men that were with him rose from the ambush. And when Gal saw the men, he said to Zebul, Look, men are coming down from the mountaintops. And Zebul said to him, You see the shadow of the mountains as if they were men. And Gal spoke again and said, Look, men are coming down from the center of the land, and one company is coming from the direction of the diviner's oak. Then Zebul said to him, where is your mouth now, you who said, Who is Abimelech, that we should serve him? Are not these the men whom you despised? Go out now and fight with them. And Gaul went out at the head of the men of Shechem and fought with Abimelech. And Abimelech chased him, and he fled before him, and many fell wounded up to the entrance of the gate. And Abimelech dwelt at Aramah, and Zebul drove out Gaul and his kinsmen, so that they could not live in Shechem. And on the following day the men went out into the fields, and Abimelech was told, he took his men and divided them into three companies and laid wait in the fields. And he looked and saw the men coming out of the city, and he rose against them and slew them. Abimelech and the company that was with him rushed forward and stood at the entrance of the gate of the city, while the two companies rushed upon all who were in the fields and slew them. And Abimelech fought against the city all that day. He took the city and killed the people that were in it, and he raised the city and sowed it with salt. When all the people of the Tower of Shechem heard of it, they entered the stronghold of the house of Elbereth. Abimelech was told that all the people of the Tower of Shechem were gathered together, and Abimelech went up to Mount Zalman, he and the men that were with him, and Abimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a bundle of brushwood and took it up and laid it on his shoulder. And he said to the men that were with him, What you have seen me do, make haste to do, as I have done. 
So every one of the people cut down his bundle and following Abimelech put it against the stronghold. They set the stronghold on fire over them so that all the people of the tower of Shechem also died, about a thousand men and women. And Abimelech went to Thebes and encamped against Thebes and took it. But there was a strong tower within the city and all the people of the city fled to it, all the men and women and shut themselves in and they went to the roof of the tower. And Abimelech came to the tower and fought against it and drew near to the door of the tower to burn it with fire. A certain woman threw an upper millstone upon Abimelech's head and crushed his skull. Then he came hastily to the young man, his armor-bearer, and said to him, Draw your sword and kill me, lest men say of me, A woman killed me. And his young man thrust him through, and he died. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, they departed every man to his home. Thus God requited the crime of Abimelech, which he committed against his father in killing his seventy brothers. And God also made all the wickedness of the men of Shechem fall back upon their heads, and upon them came the curse of Jotham, the son of Jeroboam. Our next reading, we continue Psalm 119. This is verses 49 to 88. Remember thy word to thy servant, in which thou hast made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, that thy, promises, that by thy promise gives me life. Godless men utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from thy law. When I think of thy ordinances from of old, I take comfort, O Lord. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked who forsake thy law. Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I remember thy name in the night, O Lord, and keep thy law. This blessing has fallen to me, that I have kept thy precepts. The Lord is my portion. I promise to keep thy words. I entreat thy favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to thy promise. When I think of thy ways, I turn my feet to thy testimonies. I hasten and do not delay to keep thy commandments. Though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, I do not forget thy law. At midnight I rise to praise thee because of thy righteous ordinances. I am a companion of all who fear thee, of those who keep thy precepts. The earth, O Lord, is full of thy steadfast love. Teach me thy statutes. Thou hast dwelt, dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according to thy word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep thy word. Thou art good and dost, doest good. Teach me thy statutes. The godless besmear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep thy precepts. Their heart is gross like fat, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Thy hands have made and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. Those who fear thee shall see me and rejoice, because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that in faithfulness thou hast afflicted me. Let thy steadfast love be ready to comfort me according to thy promise to thy servant. Let thy mercy come to me that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the godless be put to shame, because they have subverted me with guile. As for me, I will meditate on thy precepts. Let those who fear thee turn to me, that they may know thy testimonies. May my heart be blameless in thy statutes, that I may not be put to shame. My soul languishes for thy salvation, I hope in thy word. My eyes fail with watching for thy promise, I ask, when wilt thou comfort me? For I have become like a wineskin in the smoke, yet I have not forgotten thy statutes. How long must thy servant endure? When wilt thou judge those who persecute me? Godless men have dug pitfalls for me, men who do not conform to thy law. All thy commandments are sure, they persecute me with falsehood. Help me. They have almost made an end of me on earth, but I have not forsaken thy precepts. In thy steadfast love spare my life, that I may keep the testimonies of thy mouth. Our final reading today is Luke chapter 13, verses 18 to 35. He said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like, and to what shall I compare it? 
It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, till it was all leavened. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, Strive to enter by the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the householder has risen up and shut the door, you will begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us. He will answer you, I do not know where you came from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There you will weep and gnash your teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrust out. And men will come from east and west and from north and south to sit at the table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some who are last will be first and some who are first will be last. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, get away from here for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, killing the prophets and stoning those who are sent to you, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Well, that's everything for today. That was quite long, so I hope you made it through, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.